Tony's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 914, August 30th, 2022. 96 degrees was the high on this day. That was back in 1941, and it was 45 degrees in 1935 and 1974. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With working on production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushman. Hello, G. Ellers. Hi, Joe. Are you in a better mood today? Yes, I am. Oh, what a great day good. at the fair. I don't know what the temperature's supposed to be, but this is pretty nice. Uh, gorgeous. This might be Not the bad. nicest day in the 140,000-year history of the Minnesota State Fair. It's a long time. It's a long, long time we've had this great Minnesota get-together. And uh, today is uh, it's about 74, 75 right now, and that's absolutely Just lovely. Look. And despite of the hysterical warning in today's Minneapolis Star Tribune, that in Greenland we have zombie ice. Oh. What exactly does that mean? Well, it's zombie ice is ice that's leaving the mother ice. Oh. And it's going to raise the sea levels, and Obama's house will be underwater, and we have one foot in the grave. But we're here at the fair, and we're not going to worry about that. We're on high ground. We're on high ground here at the Minnesota State Fair. And I do want to say that, uh, here, I have it right here, uh... Bert stands corrected. Uh-oh. There is already a giant ribbon in honor of Marjorie Johnson located in the Ramberg building. I should have guessed, although there could still be an award for other participants called that's, the Marjorie. That's not enough, though. No, we, it's not. We need a building or a street or an avenue, a thoroughfare. Isn't the Ramberg... Jan- uh, what about a parkway, Marjorie Johnson Parkway? Did you see the... Uh, uh, isn't Ramberg a senior center? It is. And uh, nothing against the seniors, why we're <laughs> joining them rapidly. But uh, Marjorie's uh, young at heart, and she deserves something right here on the ground. Okay, but what about Mr. Ramberg? I don't know who he was. Okay. He never sponsored with us, so the hell I know. Let's delve into his past. Find something awful. Cancel uh, everything. Cancel him. Yeah, yeah, I love get Marjorie it. up there. We have today uh, Ben Quam. He's a beer expert at the fair. Just what I want to hear about. Yeah, me too. And we have Simone Shera with her. She's bringing over a very uh, talented and trained dog and, and to chat about the outdoors. I don't know if the dog will chat. And we're yeah. wondering if she is a member of the uh, famous Shera family. I'm sure she is. It's, it's spelled the exact same way. I didn't, uh, I didn't ask her. Maybe that could be a discussion for We her. have today State Fair Animal with Doris, Wounded Warriors Program Representative, and a military rep in uniform. Today's Military Day yes, it is. at the Minnesota State Fair. I, uh, when I walked in, uh, John Height and I walked in together, there were several military members purchasing their discounted tickets in line ahead of us. All right. Well, good. They deserve a discounted mm-hmm. ticket. Say so, real quickly before we get to our State Fair guests, uh, who here who here in the crowd of GLers has an electric vehicle? There's one. one. She's very proud. One. That's one. Is it full-on electric or is it a hybrid? 
Oh, it's a it's bicycle. A, bicycle. <laughs> a Bintelli e-bike from EcoFun Motorsports? It wow. sure is. Say yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> of course it is. Thank you. It's the only place to buy it. EcoFun is our today's State Fair sponsor here in Garage Logic. Well, China has cool. shut down the charging stations. Oh. oh. So the EV oh. owners are in a lurch. What, for what reason? Well, there's uh, the uh, high temperatures are causing extreme demand on their power grid, and the first thing they turned off was the electric car charging station. Yeah. So to keep the air okay. conditioning on, they've shut down the... Can you uh, still buy a tank of gas there? I, I bet you could, but cool. that'll happen here. Let's look at it logically. That's bound to happen. Look at the problems California has all summer long with their power situation. Of course, California is the most poorly run state uh, in the Union. I don't think we're as desperate as China, though. Do you yet? Uh, no, and we don't have nearly the number of electric well, cars. You know, China. you just brought up something interesting. That I hope I did. Obviously, they're number one. Who's number two? We've got to be in the top five. Uh, in electric car ownership? No, in poorly run states. Oh, I would say so. I would say so, yeah. <laughs> Tim Walls ever respond, Rook? Uh, no, but I ran into him behind when he was on stage uh, doing something and talked to his press secretary. So we're still waiting uh, what day he's going to be out. We only have Thursday or Friday left. Yeah, we won't be here tomorrow. You know, did you see the story? I believe it was day one of the great Minnesota get-together. A gentleman was escorted off the grounds for wearing the chicken costume. I did not see that. Yeah, he uh, he had a Walls is too chicken to debate sign, and that's why he was removed from the fair. Is that a state fair policy? Apparently, it, you are not allowed to have a sign. from the ground. 86 from the ground. Wow. And apparently it was because, not because of the suit, it was because signs are not allowed here at the fair. Well, that's, we, uh, they are policing, though, because the other day when I had my O'Gara's tank top on, yeah. I did get called to the sheriff's office or yeah, the, uh, the chief's office. You so don't ever thro- do that again. You should have been thrown out. I should have been thrown we out. We mentioned yesterday there's a pub in Australia. Australia that is banned staring. Right. Uh, it could prove to be insensitive or untoward. And we got a note from uh, Kathy who writes, Warning, I'm going to be there Thursday and I'm totally going to stare at you guys, <laughs> especially Kenny. What oh is boy. Kenny's attraction? What is Kenny's attraction? He's a handsome fellow. He's a lout. It's the beard, apparently. <laughs> He's a lout. He's a lout. And she says, I hope the pink vest guys don't show up, always staring and pushing back. Kathy, she's done uh, Kamala Harris for us. I, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I sure. remembered my sunglasses today, so I am, in fact, staring at a lot of you right now. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> stare never know which one glasses. I'm staring at either. And, uh, Just to make it nice and creepy. <laughs> uh, I have a sad note, and yet oh. I can put a positive spin on it, I okay. believe. Uh, competing for a blue ribbon at the State Fair is a long-standing tradition. And after trying for 12 years... A St. Paul man took home the top prize for his salsa recipe. All right. Gary Haroff. His family found out he won on the first day of the fair. His daughter says his recipes are known to be spicy. Uh, but he died a week ago. Oh, wow. But you know what? He went out a champion. Yeah, That's how to look at it. Did he win. know? He, yep. went, he didn't uh, know he went out a champion. Let's champ. see. Uh, Jerry's wife, Marilyn, says the recipe calls for six or seven peppers, but this time around, Jerry used a new one, a Hungarian black pepper that his huh. family convinced is convinced is what helped him win. This year, he told me, I don't want to win this year. The judges are crazy. Oh. <laughs> we were all in the house, and I went online, and his name was there with the number one, so we were very excited. Except where there's excitement, there's sadness. Just a week prior, on August 18th, Jerry died. Rebecca said it was a sudden death, and her family is grateful for huh. something as simple as salsa. 
can bring them all together to remember a man who will be known for so much more. He was a stand-up comedian. He was Santa Claus. He loved people. We miss him, but we know he's here. His legacy will live on longer than the State Fair. He was also a painter, and his work will be on display at the Schmidt Fall Art Crawl in October and at the Clatta Coffee Cafe in December. Well, I hope he knew that he went out a champion. That yeah. Schmidt Art Crawl is, uh, is a big deal. Or is it's it? It's a lot of fun. It's at the brewery. Oh. That's where all the artists get together and show their wares that live there. It's uh, you see some very odd people, and you see some really neat art. Well, I got so news you, for you. So you've been there then uh, annually. Yeah, I got news for you, or I got a question. Art crawl. Are we paying for those people to live there? Uh, Here we they, go. It's, These fake artists. <laughs> Here it's we low, go. It's a, it is a private thing, but it's a low income. You have to you know I think sweep the floor. Or you have to help out and, and do things to get that discounted. So the, the taxpayers aren't on the hook with the artist for the artist's rent. That is correct. I believe the Cohens own the Schmidt Brewery, or at least developed it, and it's a it's a private residence. All right, rookie is your guy here. So uh, Joe, yes. it's like hobos of the past. The hobos would come knocking your door. My grandma would put them to work for a couple of hours, and give them a slice of apple pie and send them on their way. Yeah, same you try deal. that today. They'd file a complaint to the labor department. <laughs> <laughs> Can we bring out Ben Quam? Do you want to do that now, or do you yeah. want to do you want to t- uh, take a time out and do? And well, I'm going to take up. a time out and tell you there's some controversy about the Prado Pups. No, and I oh, only oh, mention oh, it. Oh, I oh. only mention it because the uh, the controversy comes to me by way of Radke Rads, okay. and, and oh. he's trustworthy. What did yeah. he find? I've known him for years. Right. Well, he says, well, at this year's Minnesota State Fair, you have been stating that the Prano Pup was invented by the Carnes family in 1949. In actuality, the Carnes family is one of the largest franchise owners of the Prano Pup food product. The Prano Pup was invented in Rockaway Beach, Oregon, by husband and wife team George and Versa Boyington in the late 1930s. Okay, but I don't think you claimed that they invented the. They've perfected it. I've claimed that they're they're well. A Prano Pup is the official Garage Logic food on a stick this year with eight locations. And B, they've been on the fairground since 1949. Yes, and I don't think anyone can top that. No. I have a I have a question about Prano Pups. It's an etiquette question. Yes. You get down, nope. you start at the end. No, 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 I'm already shaking my head, no. Yeah. You get down to where the stick is, stick is poking out. Yeah. Do you keep cramming it in there? No, I you slide the dog up the stick. You either do that or you break you off the stick. slide the dog stick. up the stick. You don't start on the side. No. Like I enjoyed one, Kenny. Yeah. I enjoyed one yesterday with the kids. We went to the Prano Pup stand uh, right over you here. Do you eat that out in public or is that a private thing? Oh, I Prano Pup right in front of everybody. Prano Pup's the official Garage Logic food on a stick. Well, that's a nice sounding guitar. Oh, that's a nice sounding guitar. And that's a Reverend, a Reverend Griswold. Gristlemaster. Reverend Gristlemaster guitar. Gristle. John brings a different guitar every day. Gristle, Joe. What did I say? You said Gristle. Oh, Gristlemaster. Gristle. Yes. Okay, here's Kenny. By, wh- who designed it? 
a guy named Gristlemaster. Here's Kenny with his ad. No, really, what's his name? John Gristlemaster. It's right on the back. Here. Larry. Here comes here comes another big big sale from Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. It's the Labor Day Liberty Safe Limited Edition Flag Sale. It's running. Whoa. All months through September 25th at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. I wrote East Fish Lake Grove in Maple Grove. That, that's <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, three offerings for your consideration with this sale, though. The Centurion 24 Flag Safe. It's textured white with a 40-minute fire rating, electronic lock, installed door panel, and a drop-down handle. That one's on sale. And then the Colonial 23 flag safe and the Colonial 50 flag safe. They're both gloss wiped. They both have 75-minute fire ratings, electronic locks, and stored doll panel, uh, door panels, and single outlets for pow- uh, power. They are also on the docket. The Liberty brand, of course, as we've been saying, the best br- uh, built brand of safes on the planet, made right here in the United States of America and offered locally from Rich, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Stop in, say hi, meet Rich. It's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, of course, on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. We are joined by Ben Quam, who's a beer guru. Hey, and there's everybody. a lot of beer drinkers in the Gumption County. I'll say. Where's uh, the beer drinkers oh, out there? Yes. Yep, yep. All right. Ben, what is your role at the fair? Well, uh, I uh, oversee and manage the metro area for Surly Brewing, and so right now we're cruising around and just kind of celebrating all of the different craft beer options that we have all over the fair, including the stuff from from us at Surly. Well, isn't there about a hundred? Seriously? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, watching over the last, I'd say, like ten years as things have really exploded, it went from a couple places having a couple niche things to really places devoting their entire beverage program to that. Which, uh, for me as a craft beer provider, really makes me happy to see. Some so many people out here supporting local businesses. Well, I think I speak for more than one person on this staff when I beseech you to uh, explain to me why the craft brewers cannot produce a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer that tastes like beer. Well, I'll tell you, this is the conundrum right now, and this is what is going on. But it's happening, isn't it's it? It's happening right now. There are a couple incredible companies, uh, one that we've worked with called ABV Technologies in northeast Minneapolis, that are working on different ways. Instead of just brewing something to not have alcohol in it, they're working on brewing in a normal beer with alcohol in it and then using reverse vacuum technology to siphon out the alcohol. How about that? And yeah. then you could put it back out. So it has all of the flavors, all of the same brewing technique, all of the same hops, yeast. Everything goes into it just like a normal beer would. We're just pulling oh. out the alcohol. And we're getting closer and closer kind Howdy. of every week. There's hope for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not just, you know, whether it's maybe that you, you don't drink anymore or you choose not to drink alcohol, period, or you've had a couple and you just want to have something that tastes good, but yep. you're going to be driving home and you want to be safe. We really want to make sure that we're taking care of that segment of, of our, our fanship. What did you read in the Wall Street Journal? I read last week that craft beer sales were down a single digit in the last year, but uh, the uh, sale of NA beer is up twenty percent. Absolutely, in the last year. Is that, so that's a market you're you're seriously studying. And it's not it's not just us. Um, spirit companies are doing the same thing too. Um, ABV Technologies, the one that I was just referencing in Northeast Minneapolis, uh, they started originally doing that with spirits. So they've been really? doing they've been doing um, vermouths and fortified wines. They've been doing I, I've had a uh, a New York sour with whiskey that all the alcohol was pulled out of. Really, I've wow. had a gin Negroni where both uh, all three the sweet vermouth, the uh, the Campari, the bitter orange, and the gin all had the alcohol taken huh. out. And if you hadn't told me 
that they were NA, I would have had no idea. Okay, really? I have a question about extracting the alcohol. What happens to it? So then you you literally they end get, up with... They get Otis. They get a guy named Otis just to go up to the vat to suck <laughs> no, all the I, alcohol. I mean, is the alcohol you extract drinkable, Absolutely, usable? 100%. Oh. So that's that's also a side benefit looking at more of the, uh, the financial side of doing this. Yeah. That's hmm. also a great side benefit because then for us as a beer company, we could use that to make sure. a ready-to-drink uh, cocktail in a can. Holy Or we could use that to do something else with it. So it also allows us to get more creative. It allows our, our brewers and our production team to get more creative. But then it also allows us to make sure that we're taking care of everybody that walks in our door. We have something good and something handmade for you. Nice. Certainly's been a great success story. Yeah. Uh, what is the most popular beer? Is it still... Uh, still Furious. Furious? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we really saw... Uh, during the, the two-year really awful run of COVID, we saw a lot of people kind of going back to the basics, right. going back to the stuff that they loved, the things, the products they knew. Boy, did I ever. And we just saw, <laughs> we saw Furious go through the roof, uh, and it just kind of keeps going. It's been... <laughs> I had my uh, very first Furious last week. And Aren't it, they wonderful? It, it made me joyous. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it was wow. really good. That's my surly. You're going to come up with an N.A. Furious, I bet. That, honestly, that's one of the pushes that we want, because oh. so many of the NAB tend to go to the lighter side of things, which, again, great, thirst-quenching, delicious. But what about somebody that doesn't want to have alcohol but still wants that big, hot bite? The the original reason that Furious was brewed yes. was because yes. there wasn't a beer that tasted like that, right. and, and Omar wanted that. So we should be servicing people that are looking for yeah. that flavor but then don't want the alcohol. God, I went to a restaurant about two weeks ago, very popular, I won't name it. Uh, and I said, what kind of non-alcoholic beer do you have? And the guy said, Buckler. And I said, that's oh. pathetic. <laughs> and he said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so they're really being slow to catch on, but they're they're going to have to catch on. It's You're seeing more and more of it in tap rooms. You're yep. seeing more and more of it at, like, the craftier cocktail side of places. Right. Um, you're seeing menus devoted to, like, a chunk of not just afterthought drinks, but actually, like, forward-thinking, really interesting craft drinks that are that just killer mocktails. Yeah. Killer mocktails. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, we have beer festivals all over the state, and some places try to replicate uh, an Oktoberfest or what have you. Is the state, fear the, the state fair the largest beer gathering of the year, do you think? I mean, I think it really is. We, you know, as we saw from people cheersing, uh, everywhere you look, you see the cans going out with everybody, and you just don't get this many people hanging out together outside in Minnesota that often. And the behavior's been fantastic. It's been wonderful. And seeing the, like, from day one, seeing the, the record crowds coming in and yep. people just excited to be back. I mean, doesn't it feel great to be back together and all yeah, hanging out? Yeah, yeah, Junk Gumption County residents. Yes, yes, sure. yes. Well, that's fantastic. You know, one and, of the uh, things, too, Joe, about, I've known Ben for about 175 <laughs> years. And one of the things that's great about being at the fair with Ben, Ben's that guy that knows Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. So when you walk around, it's as if you're touring with the Beatles here at the State well, Fair. Well, part of that, though, is just my ridiculous size and the fact that I'm wearing this very <laughs> camouflage shirt. Right. Like, I think part of it is just that I stick out that much as well. But, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Like, it does feel uh, – every time that there's a, a State Fair comes around again, it really does kind of feel like a little bit of a family reunion. And on Thursday, by the way, because the Gophers have their first home game. Yes, sir. Going to Surly before a Gopher – before the lid lifter for the Gopher football season is always a blast because I was there last year with you yep. before it was at Ohio State, yep. the Ohio State game, and yes, that sir. place was packed. And it's it's great, too, because, uh, you know, hopefully the weather is still beautiful, so you can walk down if you want, but if not, you can just jump right on the light rail and go a couple st- uh, stops sure. down, and then you're right there. 
Uh, it doesn't get much easier than that. I what, never, did you, uh, what did you bring with you? What are you nursing? Well, I wanted to bring a little... Uh, this is a pale ale that we made. Uh, our, our good friend Judd Zolgat came down and helped us <laughs> brew this. Right. Uh, this is a, a beautiful frosty pint of Ron Gant was out pale ale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because we are still sticking our flag in the ground. That that is not a controversial call. He was out. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, it's featured at the ballpark it's cafe. 40 years exactly. ago. It's at the ballpark cafe. <laughs> yeah. When I think of the ballpark and I think of, of Twins Greatness... Now, maybe that's good or bad that that's how far back I have to go. Yeah. But uh, we decided to make a little throwback as a cheers to uh, everybody that's and a Twins fan out there. What makes it even better is I was producing Judd's show back in the day when we had Ron Gant on. And when Judd asked him about that, he hung up on us. <laughs> he was oh, still yeah. mad about it. Oh. There has been a, a considerable amount of, of the Twitterverse, including uh, local broadcasters here, that have been trying to get Ron Kent to come on and oh. say something about it. And, just and as of yet, we haven't. Uh, but to me, that just confirms that he knows he was out. Right. right. He <laughs> doesn't thank you. too much. Thank you so much. And, what a uh, pleasure, good everybody. Good luck with the N.A. Good hey, luck. We're I gonna think keep that's where the market's going to go. <laughs> we'll do what we can. All right. And cheers to all of you, and cheers yeah. to everybody out here. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, John mentioned earlier that EcoFund Motorsports is sponsoring today's State Fair show. They have a presence here at the fair. They're up on Underwood near a Sweet Martha's, and there are State Fair prices on the scooters. We just learned that one of our guys, Pat, got a scooter from yes, EcoFund. He did. Yes, they he did. turn every urban errand into adventure. Kaylin Bloom will be there on uh, uh, this Sunday if you want to get the correct fitting. we got to let her get to school once in yep, a while. Yep. But there's a great display of EcoFun Motorsports uh, toys, the great youth recreational equipment, the scooters, the Vespas, the electric bikes, uh, youth ATVs. Uh, EcoFun's a one-stop shop for great, great recreational equipment. Don't forget equipment. knee problems. Yeah. If you got knee problems, you can still ride a bike because this thing will cover you. It'll do it for you. Yes. And uh, it's really a fun visit up there. They're on the state fairgrounds this year. That's EcoFun Motorsports with two locations, Highway 97 and Forest Lake, right just immediately west of 35, and the new location in Burnsville off 35W on the service road. It's EcoFunMotorsports.com. For the last 50 years, half a century, Redmond Flooring and Design has been satisfying customers. And these are customers that maybe needed to freshen up the house a little bit. Maybe it's the kitchen floor. Maybe it's, again, the green shag carpet in the basement that is way overdue. They have a design center in Anoka. Mike and the whole team up there can give you what you want. They'll sit down with you. They're not going to force you to do this overnight and make a decision that you may regret. They're going to sit down and say, what were you looking for? Carpet, vinyl, waterproof, whatever the case may be. They can do it all. I'm sticking with the floors because they work with Mohawk, which is the premier name in flooring. Check them out online at redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, or dial 763-316-3332 and chat with someone. Get the plan going. After the fair, I'm going to have to do it. They're coming to get the kitchen floor. Change that baby up, and you know what? It's going to be a beautiful look. you got to go up to Anoka, pick out your flooring, your color, your design. That is painless. And also, don't forget about the free estimate, 763-316-3332 for 50 years. Mike and the crew, Redmond Flooring and Design. Yes, sir. Is that Marshall Tucker? No, that's 
Johnny Hyde. Really? Yeah, it's Johnny Hyde. Yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, I got to warn you, <laughs> I did something yesterday afternoon at the courtyard by Marriott. I'm not sure Roseville, I want to hear about it. Yeah. That I don't think right. has ever been done before. I'll get to it in a second. But you might be shocked and maybe surprised. Uh, but I want to thank them for providing lodging for me during the state fair. Uh, you'll enjoy a contemporary atmosphere, modernized rooms and bathrooms, uh, newly updated in-room accents at the Courtyard by Marriott, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Roseville. It's located near your favorite destinations, including right here, the fairgrounds, the U of M, the Sports Center, uh, downtown Minneapolis and Rosedale Mall. Amenities, high-speed uh, high internet, ergonomic chairs, well-lit desk. That's where I'm going to pause. All right. Yesterday afternoon mm -hmm. at the well-lit desk, you worked on your novel. I did my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked out great. Yeah, spacious room. Uh, it's really going to help you thrive during your next visit here to the Twin Cities. Voted by guests as TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award winners. The Courtyard by Marriott Roseville. You'll find all the amenities you expect. The Courtyard by Marriott Roseville. It's really close, Center Point Drive, just off 35W in Roseville. We are joined by Simone Shera. Uh, her dad is Ron Shera. I know her dad very well. I've never met Simone before. And I must say, until I looked down, I didn't even know you brought a dog with you. I did bring a dog with me today. Who is this dog? Uh, this is Raya. She's a black lab. It's about three years old. Well, I've never. She's so calm and well-behaved. Well, thank you. Thank did you, you train her? I have trained her. I have trained her. I had a little help with uh, Tom Dockin and Oak Ridge Kennels, which all of our labs have, have gone to. My God, I'd get another lab if it was this well-behaved. <laughs> Thank you. His, yeah, his it's the, called breeding. Wow. Yeah, but the labs that Sushre has, they're oh, jumpers. You, they're jumpers. And you, after seven seconds of being at the house, they're just jump. I love to rile up your dogs. <laughs> uh, Simone, you are appearing at the DNR building? Yes, I was at the DNR building this morning doing the little dog training demonstrations and things like that. Um, I'm working with them in a group called the Minnesota Becoming an Outdoor Woman Group. Are you an outdoor woman? I am an outdoor woman. That's why I have a black lab. What does that entail? <laughs> Uh, that entails uh, I am a hunter, I'm a fisher, um, I am a hiker, I'm a shed hunter. Um, we do a lot of things. I've been doing promoting and getting women into the outdoors um, as much as I can, introducing them to waterfall. And uh, next weekend, the bow program down in Lanesboro has mm -hmm. a full weekend. Seventy women are uh, the camp is full. They have a waiting list to about 60 more women long. You stay overnight in a tent? Stay over, uh, nope, they actually have a lodging. Wonderful. They have lodging down there and kind of dorm rooms and different things. And we feed you and, and have different seminars and different things that they can do. They could get to choose. I happen to be doing the Pheasant Hunting 101. All right. Uh, I'll bring Raya down there and just talk about what gear to bring and what guns to carry and properly fit your guns and different well, things like that. Is Raya drugged or just... No, <laughs> she's not drugged. <laughs> she's very late she's back. Just, you know what, Joe? Oh. You give me a call and I'll train your next lab for you. Wow, I would love that. Okay, Simone, yes. let's, quiz, yes. uh, let's quiz Joe. Okay. Joe, what's shed hunting? I don't know. I okay. don't know. <laughs> yeah, tell well, us about shed hunting. You go shed from hunting. shed to shed and shoot out Did the you? windows. <laughs> not, that, not that quite. You're actually in the woods. Yep. So as we know, we have uh, many... Minnesota has a lot of deer. And the buck have antlers. Oh. and You're going to hunt for the antlers? This, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so um, a lot of, some people, it's a hobby. Some people sell them. 
We have a lot of knife makers that will take the end of the antler and make a knife handle out of it. Um, dogs love to chew them. That's that doesn't even require a weapon, does it? No, no uh, weapons. Uh, help help me out, out here. Getting the outdoors. Yeah. I've been shed hunting many, many times. I've never found a shed. I always find them in the fall when I'm duck hunting by accident. Okay. Where are the prime locations for finding shed? That's They're a good sheds. question. Uh, well, in the spring, you're going to find where they wintered. In the, in the bedding where they spent most of their winter, which is going to be something that's going to be close to their food source. Yeah. Um, a lot of tall pine trees where there isn't very much snow, so they'll bed in there. That, in my case, that would be my yard because okay. we had 20 of them living in my yard last winter. And no bucks dropped their sheds in No. Yard. Oh. No, it's very disappointing. Well, you might have bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> does Raya perform or she just hangs out with you? No, Raya does perform. Uh, I give a little bit of demonstration on her obedience and retrieving and things that mm-hmm. she does. And then I also have an antler that I can put out and in the audience usually when I'm not fighting cheese curds. And right. she'll choose the antler over cheese curd. But really But nice. out here it's a little iffy. Could she do anything for us here? Um, or is there not enough room? There really isn't too much room. I didn't. I didn't. I don't have anything for her to retrieve or anything like that. But um, she rests well. Well, she rests I think well. anybody that's owned a lab is pretty impressed with yeah. how well, chill she is. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, she is, uh, and she's smaller. She's about around forty-eight pounds. Um, is that as big as she's going to get? Yeah, she's three. What? Where do you find? So this isn't the product of two cousins getting together. No, <laughs> my God, no, this is no. Not. I mean, that's a serious no, question. That's a good this, question. This actually, is, this with is dogs. a purebred dog. Yeah. This is a purebred lab. How 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 do you go about finding one? Uh, well, um, I hope to maybe be breeding her this winter, so she'd have a litter this spring. Okay. okay. Um, I got her out of Avon, Minnesota. Okay. And I did a lot of research. I didn't. My other dogs have been very large labs and that's wonderful but i wanted something smaller easier to travel with um i just sent my kid off to college and i i'm not going to be home much so well it's almost like the art world and not not being facetious you have to check provenance and things like that you have to to do the history yes you do does she like pheasant hunting she loves pheasant hunting oh how's that work training a lab to do a, a pointers job well pointers we're gonna you're gonna are going to be used more for quail and yeah. more and things like that that are going to sit there. So, you, so she's a flusher slash retriever. Some labs do point, by the way. But she knows enough to stay close enough to you and not get way yes. out in front. Yes. Cool. Yes. I, you know, usually I like chaos at the state fair. Yes. And and hectic conditions when a guest brings an animal. But I, I, I couldn't like be I couldn't be more impressed with this. Wouldn't it be fun if we just had a lab laying up just here for the whole show? <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> yeah, it would be so awesome. She probably would. It's so she awesome. If you would. told her to. Yes, I'll just leave the leash. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> Look but at Ro- that. Rookie and I were mesmerized. This is, I don't know, a week Look or two ago. Look at this, yellers. This dog has behaved better than anyone who works on this show. No doubt. No question whatsoever. I can't disagree with that. And I don't know if you've seen the video, but it's a woman, and she's got her lab sitting on the bed behind her, and she's pretending to make a phone call in which she's saying the lab's favorite or the dog's favorite words over and over and over again, and the dog just keeps spinning in a circle because it's walk. Uh, treat, things like yeah. that. It's what are very, you talking about? Dinner. Comparing it to this dog, oh. how calm this dog is. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's breeding that has resulted in her being diminutive? It's 
It's breeding and it's also training because I promise you when I take her out into the field to do some pheasant hunting, she doesn't she doesn't act like this. She works. <laughs> yeah, she works. She has a lot of energy and a lot of go, and that's kind of what I looked for. I wanted something. My dogs lived in my house with me. I wanted her to be chill in the house, but when we go out hunting, she needs to turn it on. In other words, if you let her go and just watch game shows all day and eat cheese curds, she'd be a big, fat slob. Probably. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. That's an amazingly beautiful animal. Oh, uh, we've you. had we've had great animals uh, throughout the fair, but I've never encountered one this calm. Right. Never. Especially yeah. with all the chaos. Now, what are you performing at the uh, DNR and when? Uh, well, we just did, it was this morning that we did our demonstration. We're just here one day. Um, and then next weekend, they'll be doing the Becoming the Bow program. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a fall workshop and then a winter workshop as well. And um, just kind of out about, I can find on Instagram, Simone Shara. And how many? S H A R A, by the way. Yeah, right. People know already. How many Shara siblings are there? Uh, there's just two of us, two girls. You and Laura. Yep, Laura and I. And yeah. uh, uh, you uh, you don't do the Connecticut commercials. I do not do the Connecticut <laughs> yeah, commercials. Right. She got bumped by bacon. <laughs> yeah, bacon. I couldn't fit into the little you know front pouch. <laughs> can you two? Uh, can you two outshoot the old man? Who, who's better out in the duck blind? Who, uh, well, if you my sister was sitting here, she'd be. That's Annie Oakley over there. <laughs> and that, yeah. So I'm the Annie Oakley, and cool. she gets frustrated with me all the time. Yeah. But I shoot, I do more of it than she does. It's but is she practice. also an outdoor woman? Yes. She does a Not little bit. Not to your extent, I imagine. Not to my extent. Right. Correct. You've made it your calling and your yes. your livelihood and, yes. and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, yep. that's just fantastic. It's a, it's a nifty dog, and people can see you and Raya at the DNR area. Yes. All yep, right. You can. Thank you Thanks, very much. Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Say, before we go, I want to tell people that I'm glad uh, Schmel's Countryside is back with us. Schmel's Countryside and Maplewood, a multi-generational dealership. They don't own 58 stores. This is it, right there on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. I've shopped there for years. I'm going to continue to. Uh, the family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock. They arrive daily, including the all-new Volkswagen Taos with all-wheel drive and the IQ Drive Advanced Safety System and that fabulous family-sized seven-passenger Atlas. you got to haul something up to the lake. That's got a 5,000-pound towing capacity. Let's tow while the towing is good and we can still buy gasoline. Uh, and if uh, gasoline prices have you concerned or you're a great candidate for an EV, test drive the all-electric Volkswagen ID4, the uh, 20. 21 world car of the year and if someone was going to do electric correctly it would be Volkswagen great people there, great service I'm due for a visit uh, not only for service but just to kick tires as I said, I've been shopping there for years I've bought many vehicles from Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood, check out the inventory at SchmelzVW.com You know, we were just talking about Connecticut. Well, it's not Laura Shera. It's Reavers here for my friends at Hofferman Water. That's right, an independent water treatment dealer. And they offer sales, service, and rental units for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems. 
And, of course, drinking water systems. I'm having my drinking water system installed a week from this Friday, and I'm really looking forward to it. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Listen, bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. And I know firsthand how that can happen because we went through two dishwashers when we moved into our Carver house before we realized we had a problem. So I got in touch with Hofferman, and they took care of the problem. It was fantastic. But your showers are going to be better, and so is your laundry and your drinking water. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I am a satisfied customer of Hofferman Water, and I know that you will be too. Call them today, 952 952- 894-4040, or you can just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. It's Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. The Minnesota Weapons Collector Association is holding a show Saturday and Sunday, September 10th and 11th, at the Ramsey Adrenaline Center on Highway 10 and Armstrong Boulevard. It's 10 bucks a person. There's going to be dozens of exhibitors, shotguns, rifles, scopes, ammo, magazine, and all the other accessories. And you can bring your trade-ins if you wish. They're open Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday. Uh, children 12 and under free, 18 and under, must be accompanied by an adult. Go to mwca.org for more information, including vendor reservations. The Minnesota Weapons Collector Association show, September 10th and 11th, at the Ramsey Adrenaline Center, Highway 10 and Armstrong Boulevard. There's that's better. There we go. <laughs> We're joined by Tim Loney and Amanda Williams from the Wounded Warriors Project. Today is Military Day at the fair. Where are you guys located, Tim? Uh, our, we're right over here in uh, on the Dan big Pat- park area behind yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, we've got our uh, knockout net up, so we've got uh, ten, fifteen guys shooting hockey pucks. Okay, and uh, trying to recruit new veterans for our program. All right, and Amanda, what is your role with the group? I'm the media and marketing director for, right. the, uh, for the Minnesota Warriors hockey program. And it's a constant struggle. You're trying to build the group and raise money, right? Right, yeah. yeah. We're up to 225 players playing in Duluth, St. Cloud, Metro, uh, Mankato, which Amanda's helping to start right now, and then also down in Rochester. And are these wounded vets who play hockey? Yep. Yes. And uh, what can you? what can the public do to help? Uh, well, we could use money, uh, uh, mnwarriors.com. Uh, we have a website. Uh, we can help look for new veterans to get them to, to join us. Uh, we find that this is therapy and helps them to reintegrate back into society. Uh, we know we've stopped a lot of people from uh, committing suicide, and, you know, we're trying to help other veterans that way. And uh, it's the camaraderie and the therapy. And uh, just get more people skating with us and support from the, the public so that we can Put more guys on the ice and expand the program both in Minnesota and across the country. Do the Wounded Warriors uh, have a season and a schedule? We skate year-round, Joe. I yeah. mean, we, we do some stuff, you know, starting in September, but we skate literally uh, year-round. Uh, we, we peak up in the fall and the winter, and uh, we do the Hendrickson Festival uh, here in June up in the, uh, Blaine. Uh, but uh, we'll practice with teams literally all year. Mm-hmm. And and skate all around the uh, the state and the country. Is it are females involved? Yes, hundred percent. And we're okay. even trying. We're new to this, but we're trying to. 
create our own women's team right. currently. So uh, women veterans, please come out, uh, whether you have a disability or not, because USA Hockey is currently waiving that. Uh, just so we can get women's veterans. We're, start, we're, the, we're the first ones uh, starting just a women's veteran hockey team for veterans. So we want you out there. So please don't be shy. Now, for the most part, are these, uh, let's just stick with the guys for a moment. Are, are these guys who were hockey players and they served the country, got wounded, and now we're going to take up hockey again? Or are you getting first-timers? We're getting first-timers. We've got a learn-to-skate program, or we'll put them in one. Uh, we've got guys that played in college. we got guys that played in high school, grade school, and then didn't play for 20, 30 years and pick it back up. We're all over the board. So you got some great players. Uh, if you had some college players, they, they can skate. Yeah, we've got, uh, like, we were out at the National Disabled Hockey Festival. We sent seven teams out there, Joe. Really? And, uh, you know, that was 90 players. Yeah. And uh, we were at, uh, there was A, B, C, D, and E, e levels. We were, you know, we sent... We sent seven teams, and five of them were playing for trophies on uh, on Sunday afternoon. You know, I love hockey, played hockey, and I know it's uh, one of the world's great games. I didn't know it could cure depression. That's fantastic to hear that. Well, you know, you get out, and you're around like-minded people. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, there's a little bumping and rubbing, and, you know, you're taking a little bit of aggression out. Um, sometimes you got to sit in the sin bin because you took out too much aggression. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... For the most part, you know, it's being around those people. It's the locker room. Uh, it's the bench. And it's that area. And knowing someone's got your back, it's a different uniform. Right. You're, you're, in, you're back in a uniform. It's a different one. But you're around like-minded people. And, you know, they know who's screwed up and who's not. And, uh, you know, there's no one better to tell a vet if they're if they're okay or not than another vet. What are these fantastic jerseys you guys have on? That's that's our game jersey. Are they from the wild? Uh, no, they're uh, from Gemini. We we designed these about ten years ago. So that's your game jersey. So you, if at a game, you'd see this jersey on the Warrior team, right? And then our our um, our uh, away jerseys are uh, Minnesota Wild or Iowa Wild White. Okay. We, have, we do get support from the Wild. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah. The foundation gives us a lot of help. Uh, Darby Hendrickson gives us a lot of help. Coach gives us a lot of help. Uh, and they're they're working with us at different of, of our events and at the Hendrickson Foundation. Uh, Darby's obviously you know working at the foundation along with Danny uh, in honor of their dad, and um, you know they're strong supporters of us every year. Now, if uh, the fairgoers want to uh, come back here and visit you guys today, they can just chat chat up the guys who are there and yep, watch them shoot pucks or they can shoot themselves shoot the shoot the puck themselves. Oh, we'll teach them how. Yeah. That's the great story about Wayne Gretzky with his kid was at the Hall of Fame in Toronto. And uh, there's a, uh, an, uh, 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 an item there where you can take a stick and shoot the puck. And Wayne Gretzky's doing it. And the kid working the booth said, maybe, sir, if you held the stick a little differently, you'd have a little better luck. And Gretzky said, I got 799 of this. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. And the public can find you where? Uh, MNWarriors.com. And um, where else can they find us? Amanda, you got us uh, on Facebook, at Minnesota Warriors, and Instagram and Twitter. All right. Currently, and hopefully, to be on TikTok soon. All right. Thank you very much, and best of luck. Thank you very much. All right, Minnesota Wounded Warriors hockey. You can't get better than a hockey team. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Gar- Garage Logic will be back in just a moment. So here's the deal. It's military day here at the Minnesota State Fair, and the company that I'm about to talk to is veteran-owned. So that's just another reason that you should check out Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. 
They do a fantastic job in the windows. The squeegee squad that comes out, we've had so many compliments via email. They came out right away, promptly cleaned the windows, and boom, they were out in no time. So they've got it down to a science. So please patronize our advertisers, especially Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. They're online at kahunawindowcleaning.com. And again, six to eight feet ladders. And, you know, if you're like me, you get a little nervous going up high, you lose your balance a little bit, don't put that to risk. They'll clean out your gutters. They'll do the windows. They'll clean your roof, power wash your deck, or however they do it. I don't even know what the reason. I don't know how they do this, but they do it properly, promptly, and they'll give you a really good deal. Tell them you're a garage logician, and they'll waive the trip charge. Their telephone number is 612-888-5248, and they're online at kahunawindowcleaning.com. That's 612-888-5248, kahunawindowcleaning.com. Let them know that the Rook sent you. Yeehaw! Oh, just wait. Oh, the John, Reverend Horton damn. Smith. I wish I could play, <laughs> oh, man. I thought that was Mar- the Marshall Tucker band. Again? <laughs> wait, wait, I forgot the end. Keep, oh, that, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. that scrap metal out of the landfill. Make <laughs> yourself some cash with it. NRI, they're going to recycle it, put, put it to good use. Our newest partner, NRI Recycling, there in Hugo, they will pay you for your crappy old scrap. Rick, he runs the show up at NRI. He pays us uh, money for our scrap. We're talking everything here, copper, brass, stainless steel, electrical wire, iron, aluminum, aluminum, auto parts. They're going to take it all. Uh, oh, and your beer cans, too, if you want to do that. Recycle your empties, get some cash. It's super easy. You just drive on through and drop it off. They weigh it, and then they pay you. With prices uh, for everything under the sun sky high, we could all use a little extra income. NRI Recycling is a great source if you have scrap metal to get rid of. If you've got a lot, if you've got a big pile, uh, and you want to get rid of it, they can actually come to you with a dumpster. Just ask for their rates. Give them a call. Phone number 651-289-2853. You'll get current prices on all the different metals. You can see them right there on Highway 61 at Hugo or hop on the website, nrimn.com. That's nrimn.com. Uh, John and I were just saying something really smells good. Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be the... Prano uh, Pup? No. Nah, well, Prano Pup, I have to make a correction, by the way. Oh, yeah. I said Prano Pups were on the fairground since 1949. I even got that wrong. Oh. It's 1947. 1947 yeah. with the carnage. I think what you guys are smelling, because I walked by it yesterday. Pork chops and turkey? Fluffy's uh, handmade donuts right over here. No, 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 no. We're smelling this meat. Is meat. This we're is meat. We're smelling it's, oh, meat. Oh, it's meat? Not uh, here's what I, I, I get. My guess is it's RC's. It's a barbecue, Maybe. and they've got the Ooh. burnt ends. That's, oh. that's it. You know, if that's new this year, you might see that Thursday or Friday. Yeah, usually you're, you've are you got food arriving on the five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that one. Top uh, and we, bottom we, of the hour. We've got some surprises Thursday yeah. Friday. Here's John Hyten in his newsroom while we await Doris. You might be trying some Hmong sausage, which is new to the fair this year. Well, we'll see. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. Here's Johnny Height while we uh, wait for Doris uh, Mold with today's State Fair Animal. Uh, thank you very much. I did want to say thank you to Kenny also because 
I walk around my house after watching Top Gear all these years and say aluminium. Yeah, and my aluminium. Wife, my Isn't wife gets very angry at me. They call uh, Priuses Priuses. Priuses. Yeah. And they shoot them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this news is brought to you by EcoFun. Uh, they are also today's garage logic They're right sponsor. up here on Underwood. Yeah, uh, machinery, uh, yeah. machinery Hill Somewhere up, here. up there with State Fair deals. Right next to Sweet Martha's Cookies. Our guy Pat just go. got a scooter. Speaking of State Fair deals, Joe. Yes. Over here in the talk shop, also available online at garagelogic.com. Right guess what shirt is selling like hotcakes? I, I don't know. The Two Cycle Auto Works shop. Really? We have had a an onslaught of purchases. I might have to get one. Yes. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You're wrong, Rook. I don't. You're wrong. I don't. He doesn't what? I want for next year's fair. Let's not go. Well, John, <laughs> Let's go oh. nice and that's just garage logic. It's available. Huh? Yeah, well, I, like nice... I like that. Okay. Hey, wait, wait, wait. You don't get a vote. You got the Swedish chef going, fruit de birdie. <laughs> you know? You I don't know that he has good taste in shirts, so you might not be able to vote. But I just like a simple garage logic, huh? Well, Nothing we can bring that back. We can bring okay, that back. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool. not being critical because uh... there was Work done, and I wasn't involved, so yeah. I'll just be more vocal next year. You know, as, as long as we're getting our grievances out about T-shirts, yeah. do you remember about 15 years ago, the IT department designed one with me on it? And I it don't. Was beautiful. I looked like Ron Burgundy. They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. John Height, uh, what you used to call me? The news force. Yeah, news. Uh, it was beautiful, and, and the boss at the time said, Ah, nobody cares about height. Let's not do that oh, one. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> was that the boss that never missed a fair? I still... <laughs> I still, uh, I'm still scarred by that. That was well, 15 years ago. Uh, well, John, outside these gates, outside these hallowed gates of the Minnesota State Fair, yes. what is happening in the real world? Well, uh, gee, my first story is about the fair. Oh, <laughs> all right. There's a guy with a 50-50-90 rule shirt. Those yep. are cool. Yeah, yeah that's old. You all, you all know the 50-50-90 rule, yeah. don't you? When you got a 50-50% uh, chance of being right, you'll be wrong 90% of the time. Amen to that. Right. I, I have a request for next year's oh, T-shirt. Here we go. Uh, this yep. year, what makes ma- you think there's a next year? They, uh, <laughs> they're making them suit in 3X for next year. Yeah. I, I would like to request 4X. 4X. Oh, All you're, right. you're 4X. planning ahead yeah. or yeah. anticipation? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a tough year. year for Kenny. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Let me to do some news? Well, or? we introduced you about 10 minutes ago. Okay, well, but now Doris right. is here. I oh, see. well, then stop. Let's <laughs> bring out Doris. State Fair Great newscast, Johnny. Oh, we haven't Thanks. started it yet, so oh, I see. Protocol. Yeah. Hello, Doris. That's a good point. Let's you get... Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, you... oh, oh look at the baby. Oh. Who's a good boy? Oh. Who's a good lamb shop? <laughs> oh, who's a good lamb? Oh, those are sheep, man. Those are some nice sheep, Doris. Doris Don't runs, be shy. When Doris gets here, you ever notice Doris runs the stage? I move I, away. I, I, love I move away. I love that. I appreciate that. Sorry, that's right. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> what do we have, Doris? Well, we, we obviously, you were correct being the animal expert that you are, I've Joe, that we years. have lambs with us today, and we have two FFA members as well, and I'll let them introduce themselves. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I'm from the Rockford FFA chapter. Um, I'm currently in my eighth year as an FFA member and currently representing the state of Minnesota as this year's national FFA officer candidate. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. As as you know, Joe, we only bring winners to Garage Logic. That's right. Uh, My name is Dante Deppa. I'm a member of the Painesville FFA chapter, and I'm a Barney at the Miracle Birth Center this year. You're a Barney? 
Yeah. What's that mean? Well, officially the term is barn attendant or oh, barn technician. I get it. Or utter technician. Right. It's not like a rubble. Right. No. Right. So like carny. Do you assist carny in the birthing, barn. Dante? Well, typically that falls to the vets and the doctors there. All right. We typically te- take care of the physical and nutritional needs of all the animals. All right. So we'll bed them, we'll feed them, we'll make sure they're all happy. How are you old are these? Poop? La- yeah. 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 How old are these lambs, Doris? Well, they're the experts on All these right. lambs. Kyle, I'm going to let them talk. To these lambs are about five days old, so they oh. were born on the first day of the fair. Oh, what's, do they have names? Uh, this one is Spice, spice. and that one is Sugar. sugar. So Sugar yeah. and okay. Spice. <laughs> why, why does Dante's lamb have some yellow on its uh, skin? So that's a little bit of iodine. Iodine is a, it's a sanitizing solution. It doesn't feel bad or hurt them or any way. We just put it on their mother's teeth to prevent infection. I see. And, and so this, this this lamb happens to be a bit of a slob. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, and also, Joe, they would have put it on the umbilical cord when the, the lamb was born, right after the lamb was born as well, to prevent huh. infection on the lamb. So these are really uh, healthy lambs. Yes, they are very healthy lambs. How soon before you can eat them? Does that take a while? <laughs> that takes a couple years, right? No, no. Actually, Joe, it doesn't. Wait, why Uh-oh. are we having trouble with Doris's microphone? Not sure. Ruck, maybe you can help her with the technology. I there. thought Doris was running the show. Maybe she can fix it. <laughs> well, I can if you give me a moment. All right. <laughs> I think she already did. Black. All right. All right, we'll go with this one. Um, but no, but sheep, um, you typically hear of lamb. Lamb is what we normally consume, Joe. Oh, awesome. And so that is a younger sheep. So oh. within six months, right. they're mature uh, as lambs, and that's when they would be harvested. You can eat older sheep, but that would be classified as mutton. Once the spool joint on the lamb is ossified, they become mutton. You're really showing off now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that was... Uh, How well, long does Spice and Harvey here have to live, in spice. other words? Spice and Harvey? Spice and Harvey. Sugar and spice. Spice and sugar. How long do they have to live? About another week? No. So <laughs> these lambs, uh, once yes. they're done with their time at the Minnesota State Fair, they'll be able to go back to their family farm. Well, they will be able to grow up uh, to full size. And then they're eating. There's really no yeah. other reason for them, is there? I'm being well, serious. Actually, they don't so provide milk. Wool. Well, these are ewe lambs. Wool. You lambs are girls, remember? Uh-huh. Okay, yep. and the girls will become moms, okay. and they'll produce more babies. They'll have families, right? They'll have families. But although some sheep are milked, and their sheep's milk is made into cheese. What what fancy euphorian uh, store would you buy cheese milk in? Sheep milk, sheep milk, cheese. At a co-op, right? Well, uh, potentially at a co-op, yeah. one spiralies, and actually they do sell some sheep's milk cheese at the University of Minnesota. It's actually oh. very good blue cheese, Roquefort cheese. Oh boy, oh, yeah. I love that. Oh okay. boy, Oof. I love that. Yeah. So uh, we'll like have turtles. to bring some by next time, yes, right? I think Is so. That... so. So now, lucky fairgoers, if they were here on time, they saw the birth of these creatures. Is that correct? Yeah. And so I, yeah, go ahead. So Tom. actually, we just uh, we haven't had any uh, lambs born today, but just about an hour ago, we just had a calf born. Oh boy! Um, and uh, our fairgoers decided to name it Lucy. Okay. Uh, she's a healthy calf, around eighty pounds. Um, so another exciting addition to the barn this morning. Oh boy. How do uh, how do fairgoer is there a schedule of birthing? How do you uh, how do you time it out so you arrive in time to see a kid being born? So typically we'll actually induce a pregnancy. Oh. Um, so we'll take a heifer and we'll give her a certain hormone, wow. and we'll do that 
for example, this one we did yesterday at 7 a.m. and we planned out so it'd be about okay noon tomorrow. Oh boy! And so we can do methods like that. Otherwise, it's just up to the mothers. Okay, okay. So you could stand around there and get lucky or, or miss something. True, true, but all of the animals that are on exhibit there, the mothers have been bred, so their timing would be they would normally be due during the fair. I see. But depending on when they want to have, uh, you know, they're young. And yes. that's dependent on a lot of things. So during storms oftentimes, just like human mothers have their babies often during storms, we'll see that in farm animals as well. What about Saturday night? You had a heck of a storm here. Was there some birthing? Uh, not during that storm. Well, it was, Doris, it was quite hectic. Wrong. Actually, most of them happened before the storm happened. Oh, so I boy. Think, I think they were predicting that a storm was on the way. High yes. pressure. Well, okay. Yeah. High so, pressure. So, yeah. well, low, got a clipper. And low pressure. <laughs> Actually, low pressure often it well, helps actually, induce that. So, well, actually, so, actually, so that's actually. that's what normally happens. So <laughs> it can be pre-storm, Joe. It doesn't right. always have to be during. Doris, I have a question about the breeding process. Do you bring in one or two studs and they do the whole herd, or is it uh, artificial? Or uh, does each mama get a his own stud, uh, her own stud? How's, how's this work out? Oh, Ryan was raising his fingers, so he, I think he'd like to answer, but I can follow up. Yeah, so a uh, very common practice that we use uh, today is called artificial insemination or AI. Um, and that just helps us with genetic selection of the animals to help make sure that uh, we're crossing the right animals, animals with each other to ensure that we're going to have strong and healthy animals. Nothing romantic about that whatsoever. No candles lit, no wine. <laughs> no, nothing. no. Well, and actually in some farm animal species, I think the moms would prefer not to have interaction with the male. Yeah, just because they tend to be quite animals. large, We've uh, all been there. not just farm uh, animals. Yeah, okay, you know. but so yeah. fair, fair goers can uh, can see these lambs and pet them. Can you pet them up at the fair booth or yes. the, uh, lamb uh, building uh, <laughs> area? The CHS Miracle of Birth. Yeah, Center. that's right. That's right. What's CH mean? Uh, CHS is a company made up of farmers, oh. uh, agribusinessmen, and cooperatives. All right. Well, Kyle and uh, Dante, thank you. Thank you for bringing down sugar and spice. Is yeah, that, thank you for having us today. These are lovely. Is that uh, Senex Harvest Steaks? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're a huge company. Who is? Senex Harvest Steaks. Steaks. States. States. States, like the state of Minnesota. Yeah, I think actually they now just go by CHS, but it was the merger of those two cooperatives. Isn't that the field in St. Paul? It is. CHS yes, field. and they, they're, yeah, they're on the Fortune 100, I think. Oh, boy. They used to have their building on the corner of uh, Larpenter and Snelling. Right, Harvest States yes, used to. Yes, and then they merged or whatever they did. Right, well, Doris, did. Uh, thank you as usual, and we'll see you Thursday and Friday. All right, you sounds get a, you great. you get a day off from us tomorrow. Well, I never get a day off during the fair, but I'm glad that some. I'll live vicariously through all of you. All right. Happy that. Nice See you job, Thursday. fellas. Thank you, guys. Couple of little lambs there. They're being vocal, too, the little lambs. Little lambs are. are uh, huh. Little lambs eat ivy. Very soft. Little lambs eat ivy. Hey. Who was the voice in the original Al Trace band? I don't know. Red Maddock. Really? He they, sang that song in the when it was originally done with the Al Trace band uh, in the early 40s. Really? Little Lambsy Ivy? Yep. Mayor's, you know, say, Red, can you give us a little tune? Yeah. I got the recording at home. Really? I'll bring it in, yeah. You should bring it for, to the fair. 
I'm sure that would violate. We didn't talk to yeah. the publisher. We didn't check with Red. He's dead now yeah. for since '87. I don't know how we'd play it. Say one of the great inventions. One of the great inventions, GLers, for garage stories is uh, Gator magnetics. They're really nifty magnets. They're not that Acme cartoon horseshoe magnet with the red and silver and black painting. These are magnets with multiple poles. You can't even pull them off the steel surface. You put them on unless you flip up the little plastic lever and they come right off and you march that magnet with a hook on it down to another location in the garage and you're constantly able to fine-tune your garage storage with gator magnetics and the accessories. You can put a basket between two hooks and what have you. We've seen them in operation. They are a fantastic, fantastic product. You can see how they work and you can learn more about them at Gator Magnetics. Dot com, but think of it this way. Turn every steel surface in your garage into a storage location. And if you don't like it there, you move it down the line a little until you have everything perfect and off the floor. They're called Gator Magnetics. One of the great inventions to ever cross the uh, mayor's office in Garage Logic. Find out more at GatorMagnetics.com. Joined by uh, Chief Master Sergeant Lisa Erickson from Stillwater, Minnesota, and Colonel Eduardo Suarez, a Marine on the Saint Croix resident. And Eduardo, you're a Colonel. I'm sorry, you're on with uh, you are with the uh, Army National Guard. And uh, we got to turn his mic you on. You flip that little switch right, right here, there, Joe. The Chrome one. There you go. You're with the Army Guard, right? Colonel, so he needs a little help sometimes. Right? Yeah, how's that sound? Yes, That's I good. am. And. Uh, Master Sergeant Lisa, you're with uh, the uh, Air Force Guard. I am with the Air National Guard, yes. Air National Guard. Are you uh, ever in those C-130s that I see flying over my house? I'm not in those C-130s, but I know everyone who flies them and maintains them. Oh, I love that sight when yeah. they take off yeah. and yes. do Four their little Four fans maneuver. of freedom, we call that. How much? Four fans of freedom. Oh, they're wonderful. <laughs> they're wonderful. Today's Military Appreciation Day at the fair. Are you guys stationed in a particular location? I work at the Joint Force Headquarters in St. Paul, and I'm the Director of Communications for the Minnesota National Guard. All right. What about here at the fair? Is there a special spot? Well, we've, we've, got, we've got a recruiting booth uh, just up the road here, All right. and we've got recruiters here representing the Army Guard, and they're out there talking about the, the latest and greatest opportunities with serving our state and our nation. Eduardo, how long have you been in the Guard? Been in the Guard since uh, 1993, but I have 33 years of total service. Holy Ooh. mackerel. Yeah, I know. When is your end date? Uh, they haven't <laughs> given me one yet. Okay. Are you suggesting something? No, no. I'm just wondering how long you plan to stay. Uh, no. You know, at this point in my career, it literally it sounds cliche, but it's a privilege to serve. And right. I'm happy to do it. And they give me an opportunity in this new job and just happy to be here. How about you, Lisa? Well, I have been in since 1988. Wow. Great. Longer than him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of us made a different decision, though, when we were early in our careers. I've stayed enlisted, so I've been enlisted for 34 years. Oh, congratulations. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank and you, you did wear earrings today, so I could tell you were I a female. Did, but now yeah. they're covered. They're covered yeah, with can't the... can't see that. Yeah. But I, I'm currently assigned as the state command chief. Um, that's a senior enlisted leader for the Air National Guard, and I work out of Joint Force Headquarters in St. Paul as well. Good Lord. What are you involved in? If, if the president flies to the uh, Twin Cities, are you involved in that? 
not not traditionally. Uh, he brings his own entourage with him, but of course, our, we provide any support that would be needed on the ground when he right. lands. Yes. Have you both been overseas? I have. I've sure. got uh, three deployments in about over 40 months total deployment. Really? And you, Lisa? I've done one 89 glorious days to yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet you're happy to be here. It's a beautiful day to be at the State Fair. It really is. I have a question about logistics. Sure. Um, a buddy of mine, Andy Berta. Oh, yes. You know Colonel <laughs> Berta. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he makes me call him Colonel, too, all the time. Yes, you should. Yes. Uh, I always tease him a little bit that, you know, when those uh, bombers take off from Minneapolis and they maybe go to Duluth or something like that, yeah. they're not really doing anything. I said, you're just killing time. You're, are, are they? Yes. Do they have a... Touch- and I'm from Duluth. That's okay. originally where I came from is the 148th Fighter Wing. And so we share our runway with them, yes. We so, let them come and do touch and goes. Okay. Airspace up there is a lot easier for them to navigate in and out. They have very, very great airspace up in Duluth. So he's not just going for a joyride. He's got no. a special assignment. No, nope, they do have an assignment up there. I'm still going to tease him about it anyway. <laughs> you should. You Those should. are amazing to watch take off, though. Have you seen the f 16 I, I have, have not seen the F-16s. You gotta see the F-16s they're, they're as well. Bit, they're a bit noisy. They are, but they're again, it's just wonderful. Just sound of freedom, right there. Oh, I've man. seen them fly over, but I yeah. haven't seen them take off from the airport. Yeah, just go up to Duluth someday. You'll well, okay. I consider myself an expert in this type of aviation because I've watched <laughs> Top Gun Maverick six times yeah. uh, throughout the course of this summer. So anything you guys need from me? To Were local yeah. F-16s involved in the promotion of that film? Uh, I don't know what they what they because used. they were flying over St. Paul about the time that movie came out. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't would, think so. How could I get a schedule of when they fly out of Minneapolis? <laughs> I'll let you contact our public affairs office. Yeah. Oh, they, they are you know. so, that is so interesting to yes. watch them and listen to them. Yeah. As the mayor of Garage Logic, I don't think you have that high security clearance yet. No, all I need to be do is told. I'm not going to go steal the plane. Are you getting young people to stop by the recruiting booth? Uh, we are. I mean, the fair has always been a great chance to interact with the yes. community and talk about what the opportunities our education benefits have never been better. Yep. And more importantly, the MOS is the job skills available. Marry up with many of the civilian occupations we have in Minnesota. The trades, medical fields, uh, cyber, great opportunity to serve them right now. So we are getting folks to sign up. We need more to do it. Right. Um, and, but the guard's been there. It's always there, always ready. That's fantastic. Congratulations to both of you thank for you. your service, and thank you very much. Yeah. It's uh, fantastic. Do you have family, Eduardo? Do you have a family? I do. Uh, I have t- two children, uh, wife Jennifer for the dental hygienist in Hugo, and our son Antonio joined the National Guard four years ago. He serves as a gunner on a Bradley. He is a Cav Scout. Wow. How about you, Lisa? I have three children. My oldest uh, is in the Air National Guard. He's a Master Sergeant. My middle son lives in Indianapolis, and my daughter lives in Duluth. And my husband, Jeff, is here with me today. All right. Well, congratulations Thank to you, you now, both. They both live in two of my favorite cities in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Stillwater, Stillwater and Marina St. Croix. And Marina St. Croix is charming as ever. Yeah. I've recently relocated. There. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Well, you're on probation. You're on Stillwater <laughs> probation. I then. am. Please right. let me stay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, Lisa and Eduardo. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, that guitar has a clean sound. 
Very crystal-esque. Crystal-y. Crystal. Yes. Did we get a report from the Beach Boys concert, by the way? Well, my, Mike Love had his picture in the paper. He looked pretty uh, pretty challenged. He looked, uh, looked tired and old, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. You know, you talk... A lot of state fairs. Yes. You talk about a clean sound? Yeah. I'm talking about a clean, crisp <laughs> scent. All right. What do you smell here? Well, Kenny right What do you now. smell? Smell this. Is that cinnamon? What is that? It's not. It's not cinnamon. It's from the Spiralite Candle Company, based right here in the Twin Cities, birthed in the garage. It is a wonderful. It's not the uh, the CHS deal. This was started in the garage, and it smells like mini donut. A donut. Mini donut. Yes. That's wow. the scent they got. Available at the grandstand at the Minnesota State Fair. Spiralite candles are not. Boring candles. That's what you're burning if you haven't been to their booth or been online to spiralightcandles.com. All sorts of different colors, scents. It's a great gift for anniversaries, Christmas, Thanksgiving, housewarming. See, it burns in a circular motion, round and round and round and you know, round. You've never actually shown anybody. It's too windy to light one. Well, you but can they're lovely. It's a, it looks like a conventional candle. Until you get up close and you can see the wick, the wick as my friend Kenny yeah. is just spiral and there all the is. wax oh, yeah. falls in. Oh, so it's yeah. really cool and a great conversation piece. Do they and take they, suggestions for upcoming scents? Of course like, they do. Like a hockey locker room candle. Yes, yeah, well, we you know, some people are into that, you know. <laughs> uh, you can, you can offer your suggestions at the grandstand booth. They're on the main level just at the base of the stairs. They're also online at spiralightcandles.com. You do not have to have the, uh, tricky handshake or the wink, wink, nudge, nudge sign no more. For the cylinder index candle, it is properly um, housed at their booth at the Minnesota State Fair. So just say, I want that cylinder index candle, and then you'll be done burning boring candles. Check them out online or at the grandstand, spiralightcandles.com. Question. Kenny's fish house candle. No, I was thinking, <laughs> Such, I was thinking race gas mixed with bean two-stroke oil. Ooh. So it smells like a motocross race from the 70s. That's right. They're Ooh. open to suggestions at spiralightcandles.com. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you! Wait, 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 wait. Again. The other people did it. They were there the other They did that way better, didn't they? We're going to take you to school again this here? This guy in the blue shirt and the bucket full of cookies. Let me hear you. All right, I'll start it again. Yeah, here we go. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail you! Much better. Much Thank better. You. Thank you. Nels writes, it is with a good deal of pleasure that I'm emailing to correct Mr. FYI. Uh-oh. Yes. In Monday's show, he stated that William H. Seward was Abraham Lincoln's Secretary of Defense. I see. In fact, Seward ended up as Secretary of State while yeah. Edwin M. Stanton. In, in my defense, defense oh, I said yeah. I wasn't sure That's what he right. was secretary. Uh, I know. You I know, know what? I'm just going to play this really loud and ignore you. Only because they come to us all the <laughs> way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, uh, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this yeah, day in 1813. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today is August 30th. Martin McLeod was born in Montreal. He arrived at Fort Snelling in 1837 and traded fur in the Minnesota Valley for 20 years instrumental in persuading the Dakota to sign the treaties of Mendota and Traverse de Sioux, and as a member of the legislature, wrote the law that created the Minnesota Public School Fund. Huh. They he also died named in 1860. The, also named the county after him. In 1924, H.F. Pigman, a human fly, lost his grip Uh-oh. and fell 70 feet from oh. the courthouse tower in Albert Lee. He survived the fall but sustained serious injuries. Yeah, bad. And as a proof that reporting isn't what it used to be, listen to this writing. 
Said the Minneapolis Tribune of Human Flies, when he meets with disaster, his title to sympathy is decidedly clouded. Wow. Oh, isn't that a nice piece of writing? You're not going to get that today is what you're saying. No, no. When he meets with disaster, his title to sympathy is decidedly clouded. Such, I'm glad you brought that up because it brings up a topic we're thinking about tomorrow for news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We missed the days of the fair where we could actually, there was a good chance we could see somebody get killed. Uh, aerial, At the fair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aerial yeah. acrobatics. Yeah. Um, Motorcycle races in a barrel. Um, cars crashing into each other. Wing walking. St- yeah, steam trains. We lost a gal wing walking. We did. There was a great song oh, about yeah. it. We that did. was uh, Glenn Everhart, right? No, it was, uh, boy. No, no, I mean, that was a performer. It was Marshall Tucker, song. Tucker Band, I think, wasn't it? We had the guys from White Bear. Yeah, Glenn Everhart. You're right. Luke. Yeah. I thought he wrote the Garage Logic song. Oh, he did. He did. He did. It was a different but, guy. But, but he the also way, did the, the, the wing walker. No, he did not. It was a Jesus. different guy. A different I want to bring those days back. We, Thank you, GLers. got to be Joe, Joe wants to go. Gumption County residents, you're the best. Thank you very much. We should also we'll see you Thursday and Friday. We will not be here on location tomorrow. A best of Garage Logic featuring segments of the Minnesota State Fair will be featured on tomorrow's podcast. Yeah, I have to meet with officials of the state. Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good luck. We're adjourned. Uh, also, don't forget, by the way, all of the shows here at the Minnesota State Fair are being live-streamed on our YouTube channel and also our Facebook page. So if you're not able to make it out to the fair, hey, you can become part of the fair just by logging on to the YouTube and Facebook pages. Right, Ruck? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking up Everhart. He's going to get this answer before we get the conclusion of the song. Uh, but you can follow us along on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as I mentioned, the YouTube page. And don't forget about the Garage Logic online shop for all that state fair gear available at garagelogic.com. So go to Pod. Oh, yep. Thanks, you can do that, too. We'll see you at the fair.